Welcome to the Clinical Podcast Series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation. The topic for today's episode is long-term visual outcomes and morphologic biomarkers of vision loss in eyes with diabetic macular edema treated with anti-VEGF therapy. I'd like to thank our host, Gretchen Bailey, our topical editor, Dr. Andrew Rickson, and our topical expert, Dr. Jessica Haynes. And now it's my pleasure to begin today's broadcast. Hi, everyone. I am Gretchen Bailey, and I am a fellow of the American Academy of Optometry. And today I am joined by Dr. Jessica Haynes, who is also a fellow of the Academy. She is consulting faculty at Southern College of Optometry, and she is also part of the Charles Retina Institute in Memphis. Jessica, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Gretchen. So today we are talking about a study uh, that's looking at biomarkers. And the title of this study is Long-Term Visual Outcomes and Morphologic Biomarkers of Vision Loss in Eyes with Diabetic Macular Edema Treated with Anti-VEGF Therapy. And that study was conducted by Borelli and colleagues, and it appears in the March 2022 issue of the American Journal of Ophthalmology. And the purpose of this study was looking at these long-term visual outcomes of eyes with uh, diabetic retinopathy and DME who were treated with anti-VEGF therapy. So first off, what's a biomarker? So biomarker is a sort of abbreviation for biological marker. And it's something, you know, either in the body that can be measured, the presence or absence of it, that can give you it some sort of indication of disease. So for example, you know, blood sugar may be a biological marker that if your blood sugar is fairly, very elevated, you have increased risk of developing diabetic retinopathy. Um, whenever we're talking about OCT and biomarkers, pretty much is there some type of finding on the OCT, whether it's the presence or absence of something or a measurement such as retinal thickness, inner retinal thickness, outer retinal thickness that can give us a clue as far as the uh, progression of disease, visual acuities to expect, the stage of disease, et cetera. What biomarkers were found in these patient eyes? So several things were looked at. They looked at the integrity of the external limiting membrane. They looked at the integrity of the ellipsoid zone. They looked at the integrity of the retinal pigment epithelium. So how, um, how disorganized were those layers? They also looked at the organization of the inner retinal layers and the thickness of the outer retina and the foveal and parafoveal areas as well. So this study is a little different. Why did this study spark your interest? What led you to this? So, you know, when you read the title of the study, even it sounds very technical and in a way it almost does sound boring a little bit. And it wasn't a large patient population per se, but I do find this really interesting because with anti-VEGF treatment for DME, we have so many options now as far as both off-label drugs and you know, FDA-approved drugs. We just got a new one recently. There's this idea that you can take all of these patients and you can just you know, eradicate the disease and make the patients see so much better. 
But essentially with this study, patients were treated over the course of at least five years. They had no fluid in their retina and they looked to see, are there certain OCT markers um, that are present in patients who have worse visual acuity, even though they don't have edema anymore? And the answer was yes. You know, there's certain findings that this chronic disease leads to that it literally alters the anatomy of these patients' retinas, even though there's no fluid that's present and these things lead to you know, long-term uh, loss of vision. And I think that's really important because the, you know, the idea that you can take somebody and you can just uh, fix this problem and make them see perfectly afterwards, you know, it makes it to where we don't take this as seriously. We don't refer as early. We don't educate patients as well. Um, but with, we have to take DME seriously. We have to treat it appropriately so that we don't end up with these negative outcomes. Got it. So what should optometrists learn from the results of this study? So whenever you have a patient and you're evaluating their OCT, especially a patient who's had DME in the past, who's been treated for DME, there are more things to look for than whether or not the retina is thick, you know, or thin, or whether there's fluid or no fluid. Um, so we need to look at the integrity of these retinal layers. So looking at the integrity of the um, ellipsoid zone, the external limiting membrane, the RPE, taking note if the inner retinal layers are organized or disorganized, we want to look through those because it may give us a clue of the patient's visual function. The more disorganized this retina is, you know, potentially the worst visual function your patient has. Understood. Well, Jessica, thanks so much for talking with me today about this. Thank you, Gretchen. And a special thanks to Cooper Vision for their educational grant to make it all happen.